This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Hey, everybody, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the number one podcast that makes you say the thing in the title. That's my best Patty Mo impression. Yay! How did I do? That was great. Let me know if it was good. If not, don't. I didn't change my voice at all. I just said the words in the general cadence that he does. But hey, I'm Eli Uden. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Patrick Monahan. Hey, he's, guys. He's here, kind yeah, of. Yeah, he's here. He's FaceTiming in <laughs> from Florida. He's he's ta- he's spending his life with Willie now. He's yeah. He's moved in with Willie, who he will not put on the phone. Yeah, it's like, very frustrating. We're like, hey, like before the podcast, we're like, hey, throw Willie on the phone, and he's like, he's in a different room, and I was like, wow, sounds like you should go into a different room then. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Please you're in a room, show and me there's a dog. What are you doing? You're in a room, and there's a dog in a different room, and you're not going to that room. Yeah, I'm following Why? a dog. I'll follow a dog in any room. I'll follow a dog cool. to the ends of the earth. <laughs> yeah, five thousand <laughs> miles, whatever that song is. That's what it's about. It's about a good, good dog. They're just like, oh, I'll follow you for a bit. He's sick like of I... me because I'm, I'm in his face. He, uh, yeah. You know, he, 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 he doesn't. He gets attention from me because I'm only here for three days. That he doesn't usually get from my parents. So he's, he's a little sick of my whole uh, routine. I think you're coming. <laughs> you're coming on too strong. He's <laughs> coming. Yeah. You I'm getting nagged by the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're moving. Things are moving too fast. You can't show that much interest right away. You gotta ease into it. You gotta play it cool, otherwise it's not gonna let you pet him. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't always throw the ball. Sometimes you have to pretend you yeah. threw the ball and keep it in your hand. You're sliding into the DMs right after the follow. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta give it a couple days. Uh, uh, well, how has everybody been? I missed the last episode. I still sound a little gross, but last time it was rough. It would have been bad. Yeah, I think we all I mean, I don't think I sound that weird, but I definitely like I'm a little nasally because I had my nose removed <laughs> by a doctor. Um, yeah, we were all sick. We're all dying for two weeks. That was a thing. We just yeah. Patty's the only the person pestilence. involved in the podcast that didn't have some like shitty medical thing. Yeah, except for his fucked up brain. Oh, <laughs> suck off! I was gonna say, I was gonna say my plan almost worked, but you got yeah. me. Fair enough. That's why you got away from us because we're all just full of germs and problems. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you're like so. Yeah, Eli, you had like nose surgery, and you before the surgery, I remember talking to you, and you were just like, "Oh yeah, it's you know, I'm going in, I'm I'm coming out that day. Yeah. It's, it'll be fine." Yeah, it was very cavalier. I was like, I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be quick." So I was just doing like Patrick Warburton. Oh, just be quick. Yeah, be done. And then, like, it was the day to two days after the surgery were genuinely two of, like, the most uncomfortable and worst days I've ever had, <laughs> where I was just, like, the the one moment in it where I was just, like, truly, I was like, oh, why did I do this, was, so after I got it, you know, you have to, like, irrigate your nose with this, like, you know, like a squirt bottle, you squirt it into your sinuses to, like, clean it out, and you have to use, like, really salty water. It's, like, ocean water level salty. Yeah, it's a neti pot. Yeah, but it's, like, no, it's, like, a pressure one. It's a... That's, it's not, yeah, it's, that's the one I have. It's not a gentle stream, yeah. Uh, and I did it, and then it was so... I did it in my bathroom. I'm, like, my mom had come up, came up, come up to help me, like, after the surgery a little bit, which is very nice of her. And I was in my bathroom in my apartment, apartment being, like, an adult man, I guess... 
And um, just that grown man shit of cleaning out your yeah. no- surgery nose. But it was like that thing of like, you know, it's like, all right, I gotta go. Uh, all right, mom, you're gonna get my nose. I'll be right back. And then like, I went to the bathroom and I, I did it. And like, because it was so stuffed up, it couldn't even get out the other nostril. So all this salty water went into my inner ears mm. and I immediately got like crippling vertigo and like, like moaned and crashed to the floor in my bathroom. <laughs> And so it's like, oh, they're like, whomp. And uh, to her credit, my mom played that pretty cool. Didn't like kick, kick the door down or anything. I just like managed to get myself together and then like came out. I was like, did you hear that? And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> or, what happened? I was like, oh, yeah, you know. And then when that happened, I was like, I don't think I needed to breathe that badly, but it got better. Other than that, it's my, my apartment looks like fucking like, like Guillermo del Toro, just like. Just, just like body horror everywhere. Just like blood. It's pretty cool. So, and I'm feeling. Better I'm sure your now. roommates are thrilled. Yeah, I'm gonna like take them out to dinner. So I'm gonna thank them <laughs> for like, dealing with your bl- DNA everywhere. Literally, yes. Like <laughs> I would, because I was just, I was just dripping all the time. It was like a Hansel and Gretel situation where you could just like, there's just like a trail of blood drips behind me, and so I clean up after myself. But like, I literally could have done that thing that you like. This isn't a thing people do, but it, like, I could have like tied a Swiffer behind me and like had it just drag behind wherever I walked, and that would have been the most efficient way to deal with. That's like uh, what I was doing. You're like Pippi Longstocking, but like the old uh, medically compromised like slacker version. Pippi Longstocking is so like inextricably, inextricably like tangled with the Wendy's lady and <laughs> I can't remember the lore of there's, there's a there's a thing where she cleans a house by putting like brushes on her feet like, oh yeah so is this like house. sort of in a like Amelia Bedelia light she's like a little scamp yeah she's like a little scamp <laughs> <laughs> like she's like a little bit challenged she's like, yeah she's, she's uh, like a lot of tr- she's, she's a lot of trouble you know she's trying she's trying to be helpful but, <laughs> yeah um it's yeah, a shared so, universe yeah <laughs> it's a shared universe it's part of the wendy wendy the, is pippi longstocking's mom the the P, plcu the pippi longstocking <laughs> cinematic universe it's being you know controlled but yeah other than that it was like i don't know it was bad uh the pain wasn't that bad given i was also on like a ton of percocet but uh that's fun yeah like i've never taken that like i've gotten it once before for a different thing and it wasn't as bad where this time i was like taking percocet like Every four hours for like four days. Yeah, we're like, you need it. Yeah. And I like Morgan Murphy has a really funny joke about how it's such a it feels like such a bummer to take a pain pill when you're actually in pain because it feels like wasting it. Well, that's the thing is like I've taken, you know, Vicodin and Percocet a couple times in my life and like, but I've only ever taken them when I need them. And I still don't feel like I when you take them when you really have pain. It just levels you out. So I don't know, yeah, like, the fun. Like, someone who's like, oh, I, you know, recreationally using opioids. I don't know what that feels like because it just sort of like. Well, that's good. A good thing to not know what that feels like because yeah. it fucks up a lot of people's lives. Yeah. But <laughs> it constipates you like crazy. <laughs> that's one fun. It really just a fantastic weekend on on every front. Um, yeah. You're, like, you're basically just that future song for like four days. Uh, I can't feel my face. <laughs> no, no, that's bars. a different what? Oh, that's that's no, feet, Is it? Isn't Future just the guy who just like Percocet, Molly Percocet, right? Yeah, that's that's the guy, right? Can you do yeah, more cool. of the song? Yeah, do more of the song. That's all I got. I think it's the whole song, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should have yeah, you should have done some Molly while you were recovering from uh yeah, can, from just, this traumatic is that candy surgery. flipping. What's that? Like painkiller flipping? I don't know. <laughs> we're all Future, old and dude, lame. I don't like that shit was uh, 
features some of those songs are ridiculous. Like I get that, but it's like Welcome to the Dad Cast, everybody. Yeah, no, for real. No, I like understand. I'm not like this is irresponsible. I am, but <laughs> yeah, that literally just that much of the song. Of, uh, yeah, mask <laughs> off. That's a really. There's a really wait, Shelby. I'm really not sure if it'll uh, translate into audio, but can you search Pokemon mask off? It's like because they this is a meme for a while. They're always like edit in this into like anything with flute. Let me see. I should learn to play this on the flute. Uh, I used to play the flute. I don't know if it's that one. Maybe the third one. What's happening? (laughs) No problem. I can do it. I never should have retired. Wait, this isn't it. This is funny. (laughs) It's I can't see it, and it's not funny because I can't see what. All right, it doesn't translate. (laughs) I'm just gonna blame it on Sylvia. It's it's like someone playing like the polka flute, but then it's the mask off song. Yeah, you have to be able to see things for that to be funny. Look, otherwise it's just the mask off song. Look, I'm (laughs) my brain receptors are only just coming back online. (laughs) Um, Well, welcome back to the land of the living. Patty, have you been? Thank you. How's Florida? Uh, I've been. A, it's good. I, you know, I had dinner at five o'clock tonight. That's the standard, uh, the the official time. Special. And yeah. uh, uh, it's What'd good. You no, you know, I, a chicken, uh, I had a. Piccata? I had What's the catch of person? the day. The catch of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is some early bird special <laughs> shit, dude. You went yeah. to the early bird special. You had the catch Wait, of the day. What's the market price? What's the... <laughs> we went. Yeah, we How's we, we went to the. We went to the club that, like the like the the club that my parents belonged to, and we had a nice dinner. So it was good. Is, yeah. it, a, is it a white fish or a red fish? Is it a... catch of the yeah, day? Is never a red fish. Just... Catch of the day. Catch of the day is never a red fish. They don't. You got to pay extra for that. Also, what is there even like catch of the day anymore? Isn't it just like? It's just it's, whatever. They, they're catching everything nowadays. <laughs> they're not out there with a rod. They're trolling the waters, catching everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, whatever fish you want. <laughs> what is this? You know, this isn't like a medieval inn where they're like, we have mutton or one other thing. You know, they got all the fish. Get some snapper, get some mahi-mahi. <laughs> I don't think all the Percocet's gone. <laughs> Pretty sure it's still in there. I'm reasonably confident. Um, what was the catch, the catch of, of the day? day? Did you even ask or did you just fucking blindly like bring me whatever the catch of the day is and I'll just uh, dive in? It was a snapper and uh, oh, it was snapper. good. And yeah. it was uh, sir. It was served uh, Oscar, uh, like a la Oscar. So it was uh, on a trash can. Cra- <laughs> yep. Oscars, they bring it out on the trash can lid. Is yeah. what it is. Yep. It was. It was in one of those old timey trash cans. You had and, literally uh, Heathcliff's meal. You ate <laughs> like a, the cat Heathcliff does. It was the fish skeleton. And he- <laughs> I'll have the it catch was just of the, the day. Bones. That's a Heathcliff he puts- cartoon. It's him sitting at the table going, "I have the catch of the day," and they bring out a fish skeleton on a on a trash no, what can it is, lid. This is how Patty ate it. He ordered the catch of the day, and then he put the entire fish in his mouth and pulled out a fish skeleton. Yeah. That's what happened. The xylophone yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, did you, now, did you tuck a napkin into your neckline when you did it? <laughs> yeah. I did. See, There was a lot of the this the, the finger movement. Yeah. Like. He's holding a fork in one hand and a knife in one hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's banging on With the, the table. With a big napkin tied behind his neck. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because... We just described something that's way funnier than any Heathcliff comic ever was, oh, and that yeah. ran for 40 years. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. rules, though. I like when he wears that football helmet that says, like, ham on it, and they're like, that's a joke, right? 
<laughs> let us write, <laughs> guys. Let's let's pitch a Heathcliff yeah. reboot. Let's get, do it. Let us guest write Heathcliff. <laughs> we'll have Heathcliff come on the pod. Let's get Heathcliff on the pod. Our first guest ever. What's Heathcliff. his voice? It is, and his voice in the cartoons is so good too because it's so shitty. It's like. Doesn't he sound? Doesn't he sound kind of like Snagglepuss? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like if you took a voice actor and literally like I don't know, do something funny, and they're like, "How about this?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, that's what Heathcliff sounds like now." Yeah, let's watch some yeah. Heathcliff cartoons. Let's, I want to hear what he sounds like. Uh, is there a canonical Heathcliff sound? Do we well, even first, know? First, it's a Trevor Noah ad. So. <laughs> It's like in the cartoon. They had an animated reboot, Heathcliff. Reboot Heathcliff with Trevor Noah doing his voice. Oh, God. <laughs> you know who would do it? James Corden. I bet he'd do it in a like, flat oh, yeah. second. James Corden would totally do it. Remember our truth, Heathcliff. You stay on your <laughs> side of the line no matter what. Is he talking to an old wizard? Uh, this is also the plot of the movie The Breakup chair, with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Watch my show and enjoy my cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Really, a gastronomical That's delight. the mouse, by the way. This is not Heathcliff. <laughs> the mouse put like that a... That must be Newton, the super mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! My false teeth! The TV's on the I'm way. loving this because I can't see the screen. <laughs> I'm just watching... Who's the wise guy culprit? All right, I'll break down what happened visually for both Kath and the listeners. No, can I just first break down what I saw visually, which was not Heathcliff, but just Eli genuinely enjoying Heathcliff oh. and laughing really hard. Well, because it's a funny old man. <laughs> <laughs> you are still on Percocets. Because it's like he has the same like Jasper Beardley voice, and that's such a funny line. So he's like... I'm just gonna sit down and enjoy my cheese sandwich, like an ungrilled cheese sandwich or some old man shit to eat. That's crazy. And then, it, <laughs> so okay. you oh, you love Heathcliff, man. It's so it's you like, love it. The effort in the joke is so little, and it also moves really slow. It's just like such a slow burn for so little payoff. All right, I'll break down what happened in that hot clip. And then we got to move on to the real podcast. We really do. So the old man sits down. This takes about <laughs> 25 seconds. And he also tells you that he's sitting down while he's sitting down. Because, you know, show don't tell, except in the heat clip. <laughs> but also tell. Then show he tells and us tell. He's going to take a bite of his cheese sandwich. Then he literally, if you're in this world with him, pauses for about 20 seconds because a little mouse climbs onto the table, goes like, oh, a sandwich. <laughs> like, picks up the bread, removes the cheese, and replaces it with a TV remote <laughs> for no reason. The TV remote also has a super long antenna like it's an RC car controller, which has never been on a television remote. And he, so he, the mouse moves the bread and puts the TV remote where the cheese was. Eli is crying right this now. Is, I'm Tears just, are I'm, coming I'm out of I'm not crying, eyes. but I'm sweating a lot. <laughs> okay, so he does that. This takes about 20 seconds, during which we're to believe that this old man is clearly just watching this mouse slowly drag the top bread <laughs> off and replace the cheese with a TV remote. <laughs> then the mouse, like, climbs back off the table Heathcliff says some shit like, oh, I don't know what he fuck he said, but he's just like, watch out. And then the dude picks up 
He also has the world's tiniest glass of milk. Then he picks up and slowly bites into a television remote between two pieces of bread. Like, I know this is a cartoon, <laughs> but... I think There's Patty no hung way up. You pick up. <laughs> Patty just hung up you on you. Pick up a chunky ass fucking television remote between two slices of Wonder Bread, and nowhere between the table and your mouth are you like, this for sure isn't the cheese I put in here. It's actually a very heavy and hard thing with buttons. Also, there's a long ass antenna sticking out of my sandwich. You've been describing like Heathcliff for four minutes, and then it's it, like a it's like a metaphor for society. <laughs> yeah, and then he bites into the TV remote. Oh, there's more. Okay. And then he goes, ow, my false teeth, which doesn't make sense because you can't feel them. They're false teeth. Also, people, that have, people, people that have false teeth tend to, they, you would just say my teeth. You wouldn't say my false teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, for, you wouldn't say ow because they're not your teeth, yeah. number one. And you would definitely not refer to them as my false teeth. Yeah, I feel like you just out like, loud to yourself. Oh my false teeth! Well, he's speaking to his cat because he's fucking. Oh, that's so true. Wild. That's true. He has a cat. That Heathcliff he thinks is can like talk. what you like. You could put it on in a the hospital room of a coma patient, and they'd like wake up and change the channel. <laughs> They're like, "This is not stimulating me enough." Uh, anyways, that is unbelievable. Wow, we got him. tip to tail. What an unbelievably bad clip. <laughs> <laughs> Soup to nuts. He's, He's also watching static on the television. What is this? This is like David Lynch style <laughs> shit. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Heathcliff, two thumbs down. Sorry, Shelby. Shelby was like, we got, we're we going to try to keep the intro shorter. And then I fucking described Heathcliff for like eight minutes. Okay. Are you ready? Let's yeah. do it. Heathcliff, very low T. Number five. All right, so number five, uh, we got our, our friend of the pod, uh, Joy Villa, is back again in the news. Um, you may Villain be surprised to pod. hear that she's back. Joy Villa. <laughs> Villain of the pod. Uh, yeah. You, you may be surprised to hear that she's uh, she's back because she wore a dress to an event. That's <gasps> how she communicates with the world. That's her only way of yeah. getting word out to anybody. Um, it's like cocoa with hand signals, but it's <laughs> dresses. Coco yeah, hand uh, signals? Do you remember the, 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 the girl that they taught to talk? You only could speak oh. in hand signals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Tickle Amy uh, from, yeah. from Congo. Yeah. yeah um, and there's that video where it's like, Coco does not like like when Amy leave, and everyone's like, it can feel. <laughs> <laughs> they lose their shit. Did yeah. they find out that like that actually Coco like didn't really speak sign language? <laughs> She's just over and over like, want to crank off? Please leave cage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, no, I think Coco sp- spoke sign language. I feel like there was one of those things where, like, they eventually learned that it was, like, suggestion from the person who trained her. And she would no, just... No, you're, 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 thinking, oh. you're thinking about the the rat that was taking a shower like a human. <laughs> I forgot My about the shower My name is rat. Eli. Hey. <laughs> Good one. It, it, it turns out the shower show. rat was just, like, covered in stuff that it wanted to get off it. It wasn't, like... Yeah, that's why you like take the, showers. Like, what the fuck? That's showers, dude. That's cleaning yourself. No, it wasn't like it's like it wasn't like whistling like Ratso Rizzo from the Muppets. It was like <laughs> it had like like somebody put stuff on it and it was getting it off. It was it was in distress apparently. Yeah, you and Kath are just like <laughs> flabbergasted. You just over described here. why I take showers. Yeah. You know, like when a human gets, <laughs> whenever you whenever when a you human get shower, stuff you, on you their get body upset. and then they clean it off. <laughs> 
Yeah, I well, like I get in the sh- I go in the shower because there's stuff on me, I mean, and nobody, then I get it off. Nobody put it there, but it's <laughs> there. Regardless. You guys are really re- you guys are really reducing the definition of why you take a shower. You're really like <laughs> like sort of parsing it out to the basic elements here. It's pretty fucking basic, dude. <laughs> you clean yourself, guys. We're getting way off track. We need. I need to. Okay. Look, there's animosity here. I we need to squash this beef. Tell us more about yeah. Joy Villa's dress. Uh-huh. Uh well, uh she got, she got she got some stuff. She got some stuff on her and had to uh, get it off. No. Um <laughs> she got an she, ugly uh, dress on her and she had to get it off. Yeah. So as as people may recall last year, she she the only reason anyone knows who she is is because she wore a uh Make America Great Again dress to the Grammys. Yeah. Uh, and that was her big move. And now they all bought her music because she likes Trump and they're desperate for cultural uh, signifiers. Right. As, and, and as we uh, listened last uh, last time she came up on the podcast, her music is very bad. Unbelievable. It's, wor- it's, it's worse than you would imagine, yeah. yeah um, it's, and... it's like m- musical person at your high school, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, so she, so she um, for the Grammys this year, she apparently bought a dress from a – Nonprofit with all the proceeds going to a charity, which good for her, I guess. But it was a she was a wedding dress that she bought, which is totally sane and not weird. Um, and she painted this weird, like psychedelic fetus on the front of it, um, and left it white otherwise. And then she held and she held a purse that said "Choose Life" on it. So <laughs> she figured she'd bring the abortion debate to the red carpet at the Grammys, where it's and, always belonged. So uh, and she and she got him. Uh, you know, um, now everyone's pro-life and uh, we did it. So I have a question she, about this. Did she paint the fetus on herself? She did. Yeah. You she can look really up the picture. So yeah. Were they like, um, who are you wearing? And she's like, I did it myself. <laughs> I drew on a wedding yeah. dress with she, crayons. Not only is she like the bad musician from your high school, she also literally behaves like that person going to prom. When they're yeah. Like, She's like she's like I have a I'm doing I'm making a duct tape dress or whatever. Like, like Joy Villa her... definitely drew all over her Converse. In yeah, school. yeah. Oh, good. that's like, yeah, hey, as hey. far as that's not any of her single covers is just like a pair of black and white Chuck like Chuck Taylors and a swing, an empty swing set. Yeah, and she's wearing like a a fancy dress, so it's like I'm not like the other girls because I'm wearing yeah Chuck Taylors. Like my... so she. No, go oh, I'm imagining imagining the red carpet like reporter being like, "Oh, so who are you?" and looking at her and just being like, "Oh, for fuck's sake! Like, I'm not talking to this person. This is going to be some horseshit, you know?" Thing yeah. about she's also wearing. Um, a crown. I'm already exhausted. Why just, is she wearing a crown? Yeah, what is she's she wearing the, a crown. The queen. Of she's the queen of the Grammy. Yes. <laughs> queen I'm, of not a queen of embryos, <laughs> like <laughs> ruling them all. It's, and the best thing is, so so she she went from. This year she's wearing the abortion thing. Last year she's wearing the Trump thing. 2015, which uh, she was wearing a um, uh, a like a it looks like um, that's that netting, that orange netting they put like near construction sites. You know, yeah. like that's like a fence. Yeah. She was wearing a dress made out of that. So that's kind of where that's the that's the sort of direction we've gone. Yeah, on. she she's um, been trying for a while. Like she, the Trump thing was not like a new idea for her. Like. She had been stunt red carpet dressing for, yeah. For but a you know, while. The, the, the just, just, because, like a, just because she's been desperate for attention for multiple years, doesn't mean we shouldn't believe that she totally believes all the Trump stuff and oh, this no, is not no. a scam. Of course, you know, because course. she definitely just decided now that this one thing that gets her attention 
is the thing she believes. The rest of the stuff was all bullshit. I don't think shit is all real. Politics. I think she's like, in the worst possible way, she's like, music is my life. But then she realized. The other thing is that this fetus is surrounded by a rainbow, which, like, if you're on the conservative side, right. like, you kind of, rainbows, you don't get rainbows. You don't get dude. rainbows anymore. Rainbows kind of like. We took those. Yeah, those are the other sides. I, I wonder, though, like, I think she might believe in this just because I feel like there's a very high correlation between being a total piece of shit that just wants the attention on you all the time and having bad political beliefs. Like, those seem similar there seems to be crossover there. So, like, I don't know if yeah. it's, like, she doesn't believe it. I think she's just stupid and nasty. And these are opinions that a stupid, nasty person has. Well, so, I think know? it's just yeah. the, e- it's the, it's the easiest one. It's the biggest slam dunk for somebody to get, oh, right. wow, she's like us? Great. You know, that's like the, you know, I mean, I, what's I wonder... going on? Oh, oh. oh, go ahead. No, she could have used, like, a, maybe another pass before she actually painted the thing on the, uh, on the dress. Yeah. What's with those, like, weird... The weird pointy limbs on the on the fetus, right? What's going on with that? Oh, yeah, it has I like mean, little toothpicks sticking out of it. There's definitely like she didn't plan it out well. You can see on the clutch that she like ran out of space, so the like squiggly things around the heart are getting like real <laughs> yeah. like crunched in at the end. <laughs> like when you make a banner and then you run out of space too early. I so wonder she if sketch she's it out like. Pen. I wonder if she's like respected in her field. Of, what is her f- music? Of, no, of attention getter oh, people. Like I like wonder if she's heads. like she's like. They respect her game, like the people that wear like a thong to red carpet or whatever. If they're like, yeah, yeah, she's really she's really elevated the art form. I feel like that's sort of a thing. Like, like there must be some level of like, you know, hierarchy and respect among like, like real housewives type people. It's like who can cause like, like they just see someone else cause a scene at a restaurant. And they're like, she like nailed that. Like <laughs> everybody's gonna be talking about that this that at this restaurant for the rest of the night. It's just also like we're getting a we're getting a beautiful view of some truly terrible tattoos on her inner forearms. Of course, we got a we got a big ass dandelion. We got a hamsa. It's just like bingo. Like all of them. <laughs> she got yeah. She got like the whole sticker yeah. pack of like dumb, dream, dumb person tattoos. Dream catcher on her back, hundred percent infinity <laughs> symbol on her wrist. I bet a hundred dollars. But I also here's the thing that I don't understand is like, this is the Grammys, right? Yeah. Why? why? Yeah. Is it way easier to get an invite to the Grammys than I thought? Why is she relevant? Why is she being in- invited? I think yeah, there are people. I, I, she was in, she was invited last year before she was anybody. Does she yeah, even have a, does, she, does she even have a full length album out? I, there's only singles. <laughs> it's always something where like she probably recorded an album at the studio where this guy works and this guy was nominated for a Grammy. Like it's they have to fill these big theaters. And right, it exactly. happens with the with the Oscars too. Is like a lot of people who are very tangential <laughs> to that industry just have an invite every because they have one friend who's like in it. You know, if that's maybe what she did, then that's brilliant. If she was actually ba- like f- truly invited as a seat filler, but wore that crazy "Make America Great Again" dress, <laughs> and she was legitimately supposed to be a seat filler. I don't think. But she- then, like somebody was like, "Whoa, who is wearing a fucking Trump dress to the Grammys?" I'm not. I mean, I'm not talking about seat fillers like people who are literally hired to be there, which also yeah. happens. That's a different thing. I just mean like, yeah, this yeah. is an industry award ceremony, so they just give out tickets to like people that we've never fucking heard of who like run a recording studio yeah. in L.A. or whatever. But like, like right. I'm saying that that's something that she could have like. Where's the thing where it's like I haven't been to like many fancy things. I went to like one screening once, and we like. It, like we, you know, you walk the same carpet and you go in, but there's just photographers there, yeah. And that you either walk by and they ignore you, or you walk by and they take photos. 
and maybe she was nobody. She just went because she knew someone. Yeah. But the photographers just saw this fucking insane Trump dress and were just like, I don't know who you are, but this is crazy. Like, oh, no, that's completely that what way, happened. They took pictures of her not knowing who she was. Nobody yeah. took a picture of her because she was Joy V. Yeah, Getty, like, somebody at Getty Images was like doing some serious Googling. being like, who? The, they're like on MySpace being like, who is this? Right. No, but oh, that's how you know. That, that's that's, that's how you know that she cares. She's that, been four straight years. Four straight years. Always something right. crazy. That was right. 20, 2016, she looked like the fucking um, something out of the ele- elephant graveyard from The Lion King. Yeah. She had, like the black bones. Patty just texted us it. Oh, wow. Yeah. What the? F- yeah. So she she's... literally went from just like trying to pull a Lady Gaga to yeah. just being like, oh, it's easier if I just hate immigrants now mm-hmm. or whatever just be cons- just be conservative that's it 100 percent. yeah we did it yeah she was um, she was trying and then she finally like got her big break as a annoying stunt person who yeah. shows up and is obnoxious like, so it, I, it shows it shows you how like how low the path of resistance is to as far as like a grifter who just gets people's attention and then asks for their money when you just decide to become a conservative because that's because they don't have anybody else. That's, that's what, you know, well, that's that's sales like, of her album. Good. Does she sell music? I'm sure they are more, more, more than they would have been. That's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess that, but like, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know if she like makes money. It's just Probably crazy. she gives interviews and shit now and like can do that and like do I'd sp- love to hear performance fees and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like she just goes and performs at like gross one percenter, like yeah, Trump thing. fundraising dinners oh, and yeah, stuff. Did, did she perform at the inauguration? I think she might have. No, did she? <laughs> well, they couldn't fucking get anybody. That's they true. Get do it. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened. Oh, well, she's not, no. three, she's not as famous as three. She's not as famous as three doors down. Guess so. who is a Scientologist? Oh, she's a Scientologist. Oh, you know it. Hell yeah! Uh, we already went through. We already went through this. We talked oh, about sorry. this last time. Yeah, she's <laughs> look. I can't remember she's totally, every she's podcast totally... we've done. <laughs> you can tell because I've told the same story multiple times. <laughs> well, I just like I don't want to devote any brain space to her, so I just lose it again as soon as yeah. we're done talking about she's her. She's really got like serious, like crazy aunt vibes going on too. She just seems like a really like yeah. tiresome, uh, like. <laughs> desperate kind of theater person to me like yeah. that's who, what she seems like no offense to all you lovely theater people out there yeah it's like when it when like a little kid needs attention so they like learn to like curse at thanksgiving where they're like fuck and everyone's like oh, shannon <laughs> whatever were you one of those kids no i was i was like you were good very adult i was like i was like could we keep it quiet please <laughs> <laughs> well that's the other way that kids can kind of do that is like you can be the kid who says fuck or you can be the kid who like performs for the adults you know what i mean i didn't either i just wanted to you just wanted people life. to shut up <laughs> my mom told me i was like four years old i used to wear all black and i'd paint on one of those like you know like the plastic like fisher price easels that you get yeah and i'd paint and she'd come by and be like that looks nice and i go it's not perfect and i'd rip it up i was like a terrible little artist terrible you... terrible are you okay dude yeah i'm good that <laughs> what i got over it <laughs> That's that seems like a really dark childhood story that like lets us in on a window of your like a dark part of your personality. You know, it's like that Ira Glass thing everybody shares. My my taste simply hadn't <laughs> caught up to my skill level or whatever. And I was really <laughs> about it. What is this? Is this an interview we're gonna watch? I really don't want to listen to her. But you do or you don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't do <laughs> Thank it. You I'm for sorry. Up, sorry, listeners, or, or you're welcome, <laughs> listeners. I can't do it. I was going to say you can look up an interview with her on your own, but you know what? Don't. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> She's not her. worth Watch the oxygen. Instead. All right. Should yeah. we go to number four then? 
What if she Let's sounded exactly like Heath? Then? Why are you? <laughs> well, I went to the Grammys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Number four. So number four is uh, Jack. You know, Pizzagate Jack. Jack Pizzagate. Jack yeah. Prilosek. I think Patty called him. <laughs> Jack, uh, Jack Proboscis. Jack Proboscis. Jack Probiotics. Uh, <laughs> Activia Jack. <laughs> Activia Jack. Uh, you know, the Pizzagate guy. The the piece of garbage. I don't know how to say his name, and I hope I never have to learn. So buke. <laughs> so he uh, got found out this week, allegedly. Um, somebody found his Bumble profile, uh, and he claimed it was fake somebody posted screenshots of it on twitter and he's married so this is like yeah extra scandalous right it's not just like embarrassing he's married like, to his hot eastern he has he has a hot eastern european yeah wife. well i they're, wanted they're, to get to that because it, it's like so he gets found out right and then he says that uh you know it's not him i've never used dating apps this is somebody i'm married to a really hot eastern european he says yeah. um and then his friend butts in a white house correspondent who's attending the event where he's being asked goes yeah actually he's she's way out of his league he's she's quote too hot to cheat on so that like they that found is... a way to make staying faithful to your wife misogynist <laughs> yeah. which i really enjoy um so yeah he said that a feminist I, set him up and I'd never betrayed that hot piece of strange i got at home you know what i mean <laughs> It's like the best defense when people are just like, cheat, have you seen that, my f- slag? I don't know what they fucking call anybody, but yeah. Yeah, so he said that since it was Bumble and he found out Bumble is feminist, he thinks somebody's setting him up. Yeah, that's, he's like, I, how do you how do you get to Bumble without knowing what it is? Well, how do you get that far? Well, no, well, he he's said saying, it was never. He said it was never him. He said it wasn't him. Somebody set him up. Like somebody made a fake profile of him and put it on Bumble. I still find that's what I'm about. I still find it fascinating that he would go to Bumble. He isn't on Bumble. Somebody posted screenshots and said, "Hey, this guy's on Bumble." He said, "That's not me. Someone made a profile of me." Yeah, I know, but, but it is him. Bumble confirmed yeah, it was so him. Yeah, so he doesn't actually not know what it is. He really does know. What I know. It is. He's I'm faking. speaking in the reality <laughs> of the world that if he was going to go cheat on his wife and use a dating app to do it, I find it insane that he would choose Bumble. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. Like Tinder, maybe. Like. But that's not, like, what shithead, you know, like, white, you know, fucking, like, square-toe dress shoe, rayon dress shirt, bro, asshole friend of his is like, bro, you gotta get on Bumble. There's you'd all this. be surprised. As like, a female user of Bumble, you'd be yeah. surprised. A lot of dudes like that are on there. It's a lot, like, when I lived in Austin, I stopped using it because everybody on Bumble worked for Halliburton. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was, like, full, it, I feel like there's, like, more like finance douchebags on Bumble than on Tinder. Yeah, there's like probably more, yeah. I guess and there's like, yeah, it's, it's good because they're all like empowered and like stuff on there. Like, <laughs> but it's just, I mean, it's if you're going to do that, there's like, why not be one of the fucking thousands of people on like, or Ashley, I mean, I guess it's all, they found out it was like all dudes. But use like, don't use Be Bumble. more discreet, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, and, and he said it wasn't him, but Bumble like, Somebody like found they were like, yeah, this is definitely tied to his real Facebook account. Oh yeah, I think it was Bumble, which is great because that's like, pretty. I'm pretty sure a total violation of there. <laughs> There's like, no, it is him. They Actually, just hate confirmed. this guy so much. Yeah, I mean, it is linked to a Facebook account. It, everything about it is like, like the point that you get to where you you you've come to this moral uh, point where you think that it is like 
you need to cheat and it's you know like in your fucked up head it's justified or whatever but like to have that shame and then end up signing up for bumble where it's like <laughs> like you're cheating on your wife and it's like link your facebook account and you're like well go yes sir all right uh, <laughs> what next it's like what the fucking idiot that is yeah god like how i mean i guess he could have gotten like fished or something but like I find that very hard to believe. I think Look, he's looking for somebody to help him save the West. He needs another lady to help him save the West. That's um, the thing is... that made me convinced it was him because he, when white guys write their ethnic background and it's all just types of white, that's a racist on a dating profile. <laughs> yeah. Like, because he said something about being Scandinavian, and it's like, yeah, if you mention being Scandinavian, yeah, dude, you're a racist. We're all Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the Vikings did? Like, <laughs> they sort of inserted themselves into multiple bloodlines, my dude. Um, yeah, that's he's crazy. been married for he's been married for less than a, for less than a year to his uh, hot Polish it's... wife, who he, who he took the uh, he went took a photo in front of the Holocaust uh, in front of like. Auschwitz and said like we're praying for all the victims. Oh god! You know, his wife, they're, they're, he's 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 one of the worst, and uh, also he probably got cheating on his wife. But it's a vast conspiracy as always, so it's fine. I praying, will say praying this: praying for all the victims is a strange phrase. <laughs> they kind of it's done. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need that. Wow! <laughs> like you they've know, been dead for a, a while. Take. They've been dead for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. That's what, yeah, I will say this though about this guy's Bumble profile. Somebody messaged me, uh, a friend of mine messaged me the other day, like maybe two or three weeks ago, that they saw me on Bumble and sent a screenshot. Yeah, and it was a profile. He lives in Austin. It was a profile from two years ago. I haven't used Bumble in two years, and it was just on there. Oh, really? Yeah. So like that's. But the other thing is like it's definitely him because if that had happened, he would have that cover because I know that happens. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like, no. right? Well, why not? Why not just say, "Hey, I was on. I I was like, like, unless he'd been dating this woman or married for longer than the app existed, right? Then you're fucked. But but like, <laughs> if you were still single when the when the app came out, why not say, "Oh, it must have been. They must be using old profiles from before." But it's not even on my phone anymore, you know, or right. something like that, right? I mean, like that's yeah, I, that would be something that would be that would be harder to attack as not believable. But this idea of like, oh, it's the feminists. Like, okay, well, then you're full of shit, dude. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. like the it. feminists can, are trying to get me to cheat on my wife. You can get away with, like, that's the, you could get away with so much nowadays. Where you're like, oh, it's probably like some sort of like caching problem. <laughs> yeah. And it just work because people don't know how the fucking shit works. And like, if anything, maybe it is that. Maybe that's how it popped up. But he's like, you know, opened it once or twice in a moment of crisis when right. his Polish wife is taking a shower or whatever, and so he's like, "Oh, they caught me." Um, I, I just, it's, it's insane. Like that's also, I love that he's like, "Take back the West." It's like, so it's like looking for someone to do manifest destiny with me. Like, come, come join me. Like, yeah, worse weird. than that, looking for someone to create a white ethno state with me. Like, oh, is that what it said? No. Yeah, but okay. that's like what that means. Like. If you want to take back the West as a white guy, that's look, what it I'm means. Look at look at for somebody who wants to save the West and also watch Project One Way. Okay, that, that's what I'm into. <laughs> when is that's somebody going to take back do. the East? That's what I want to know. <laughs> sort of. They got it. They have yeah, it. Yeah. They don't need to take it back. They got yeah. it. Oh man, that's so. I I want to. Those twenty three and me's are just like. They're so great. Just to be like, have you done it? No, I want to do it. I think though. I think. I don't know why I just straight up talk like a Looney Tunes character. I, th- I think I think that uh, 
I think that like I have a right, like, not a right, but I feel like if I did twenty three, me it would be justified because I'm adopted. That yeah, oh I yeah, think gives me right. But I love when people are like, uh, my whole life I thought that I was uh, Scotch Irish, but it turns out I'm actually from Wales. I was like, <laughs> all right, dude, you're still Ted. You're <laughs> yeah. still like exactly who you were this whole time. I found out that uh, from twenty three and me that oh, you did it. Uh, my my um, uncle did it. And so we found out that one of my grandparents was Jewish and lied about it their whole life. Whoa. So that's like kind of crazy, lied right? Lied about this saying that they weren't Jewish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Like, she, I don't think she was ever like, I'm not Jewish, but like she grew up through World War II in England and kept it to herself. She, oh, yeah. Her parents died young and we thought she was just English. She's oh, Ashkenazi wow. Jew. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, well, you know, at least Jack fucking... But like, again, I'm still just a white prayed for her. lady. Like... Yeah, Jack like yeah. Jack, Jack Peppercorn. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a. What's the name of that rabbit? What? I have no oh, idea what you're talking about. Patty, <laughs> um, uh, do you have any reference for what he's talking about? There's a. Uh, uh, some kind of rabbit? No, I don't know if I have <laughs> an answer. A that one. It's a children's book, but that doesn't help because there's like a million of those yeah. about, a, about a bunny. Like Jack Bunny. Jack ben- Jack, Jack, Jack Banicula? No. I remember Benicula. Benicula doesn't have a first name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Benicula. Way less scary if it's just like Steve Benicula. Yeah. Well, not... It's not scary. He only eats carrots. He's scary. Wait, does he drink blood or he, he sucks isn't carrots? He, isn't it a scary book? I don't remember no, it. It's a great I just book. remember I read it. Yeah. yeah he, Everybody read Benicula. He's like a... He's, he's like a... <laughs> you had the fucking Scholastic Jump Rope for Heart, and then you had the Scholastic Book Club in your in your gym auditorium, and you bought Benicula. Yeah. Yeah, Relatable. You could yeah. start one of those meme Twitter accounts. Yeah, I'm gonna do BuzzFeed comics. <laughs> uh, just be like, anybody else like bed? <laughs> well, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Um, uh, wait, but uh, oh fuck, I forgot what it was. Um, I totally forgot what it was. Oh, my mom, my my uncles are also really into genealogy. Like our mm-hmm. family, his genealogy makes it sound questionable. Uh, and so I came home. Genealogy's allowed. Yeah, I know, but it still sounds. Phrenology's not allowed. Yeah. Genealogy's allowed. Uh, We're really into examining the lumps on trees. That's what. uh, (laughs) Family trees. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, My my mom was like came back and she was like, I learned that I have like a couple like like sixth cousins and you'd never guess who they were and I'm like everybody's sixth cousins somebody but I was like oh who are they. And she was like, Mark Twain. I was like, oh, cool. And she's like, like Thoreau or something. You know, these sort of like, yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, don't we all have like 500,000 six cousins? Yeah, that's. And so I was like that. And then she's like, and you'll never guess who the third one was. And I was like, I. Adolf Hitler. No, it was Michelle Obama. And I was like, I (laughs) am surprised by that, actually. And I think you're wrong. But what a white woman jackpot to be like, actually, I'm uh, six cousins with Michelle. So. Yeah. What was the original? We're still talking about Joy Vill. No, we're no, we were talking about, about uh, Jack Prilosek. Oh, yeah. Because he listed his, basically listed his 23andMe yeah. results in his uh, Jack Po'boy's, Bumble. Jack Po'boy sandwich. <laughs> what are other things with P's and B's in them? I'm really racking my Jack brain. peanut butter. Jack, I don't know. <laughs> I was yeah, pretty, Jack peanut butter. I was really excited about Jack Probiotics. Jack, I really think yeah. I hit it out of the park with that one. Yeah. I like Activia Jack because it sounds like Action Jack, and that pairs well with... But he just is a shit, so it's Activia <laughs> yeah. Jack. Just Jamie Lee Curtis. Just Is that such an old commercial? Yeah, yeah but that's like the classic... That's like the classic, uh, if a comic is going to do a joke about a yogurt commercial, which they probably are because that's what stand-up is. Yeah. Uh, 
it's going to be the Jamie Lee Curtis one. It's like yeah. the classic. Yeah, because it's already, like, which is lazy because it's already about shitting. Yeah. And someone's like, and it's you old. know, it's actually about her taking poops. It's like, yeah, it's like, who, <laughs> why do you care? Like, that or like, it's like, someone does those, like, there's, a, there's a, about a million, you know, uh, Activia uh, par- parody commercials on YouTube that are, and it's crazy because some of these sketch groups, like, really put time and effort. It's crazy when you see, like, a, uh, a video sketch that is, Based on such a stupid premise, but the people who made it are so so, so much committed. better at organizing and so much more productive than I am, and like <laughs> like they have such will to put such energy into something that is it at its core so bad. Yeah. When I like can't get myself to do anything, so I kind of <laughs> have to respect them because somebody was like, "What if it was that Activia thing, but it was called poop yogurt?" And then they like. Call 18 friends. Right. And do scheduling. They have like somebody operating a boom and they have call times and they made poop yogurt. And they get a DP. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to like hire, they they rent out a a house that they can shoot it in. It looks like the one in the commercial. I've never been in a sketch group, but this story, I think about this a lot, but it reminds me of some friends of mine were in a sketch group and they wrote a joke. They wrote like a, a sketch where in the sketch there is a bad sketch group. And the sketch they're doing is about a haunted vagina. <laughs> and one time they were on a sketch show with a sketch group that did a sketch about a haunted vagina. And they were like, oh, we can't do that tonight. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah, that's like uh, uh, Tony Zarich, like super funny comic, has this joke he would do that's like very funny. Where he'd go like, uh, he'd go on stage and be like, so he's like, a little about me or whatever. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh. He's like, I'm half black, half Italian. Sometimes I don't know whether I'm going to uh, uh, play basketball or eat spaghetti. And he's a white dude, like a redheaded <laughs> white dude. And so everyone's like, gets really weird. And he's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry I did steal that joke. I'll admit it. <laughs> I stole it from uh, this is a black Italian comic, uh, Tyrone Parmesan. <laughs> Which is Jesus like maybe Christ. offensive, but it hasn't aged well a little bit. But so that's the joke. And then I went and did this shitty. It wasn't. It was a fine show, but like, I went and did this show in Stanford, and I ate shit on the show. And then they go up and they introduce this guy. If I can remember correctly, literally go. You know him. You love him. It's CJ. Oh wow! And this guy goes up. Just a local fave. And literally goes. I'm half black and half <gasps> Italian. You know what that means. <laughs> I put hot sauce on my spaghetti. And people lost their fucking mind. And I'm just texting Tony and I'm like, Tyrone Parmesan is here. The real Tyrone Parmesan is here. It's unbelievable. That's beautiful. Tony's very, very funny too. <laughs> Shout out to CJ. Yeah, he has a good podcast too where you just review memes on a podcast <laughs> and you can't see them. So part of it is he makes his guests describe memes. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> um, I would just before we before we leave the whole story of Jack uh, uh, Prama joke. Uh, um, um, Jack just w- one detail that we one detail that we left behind was that um, as part of his defense, they reached out to or I can't remember if he reached out to or he spoke on his own. But uh, Mike Cernovich, who was another classic uh, good guy, um, yeah, definitely he, he lists his bio, his ma- his ethnic makeup. Also, in his someone who would have profile. a hell of a time saying Pasabiak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack, oh my friend Jack um, Pathibiak. Pathibiak. He said, uh, he, he, said a lot, he said basically that, well, that, that can't be his real profile because the pictures are not hot enough. He would have picked better pictures. <laughs> so that's a normal. So he's These are all very normal guys. So I wonder if he thinks his wife is out of his league if he thinks Jack Probiotics is so hot. Yeah. Contradictory statements he's here. He's just at home like, I know I'm no Jack Pathabiak. But... <laughs> 
Thanks for taking with me. <laughs> he really does have a voice that like Trey Park. I think Trey Parker voices Mike Cernovich. <laughs> him or Matt Stone. He could be. They could be like. Yeah, he could be a South Park character. That yeah. guy. I don't know, but it's not hot. That's like. Well, that's like a comment you'd leave on like your friend's like Facebook profile picture. It'd be like, oh, I can't believe it. He <laughs> <laughs> looks so good. Yeah, that's like great. yeah. We need it for sure. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would trust uh, Mike Cernovich's vision anyway, because he basically only has one yeah, eye. Yeah, he has no depth you know, perception. As far as how far apart they are. So it's not clear that, you know, like he knows did much I, about what he's seeing. Did I tell you guys about how, remember that face app thing that it was like you as old, you as a opposite gender, you yeah. as a baby. Uh, the man one of me looks exactly like Mike Cernovich. Like, <laughs> like, it really does. It's really fucked up. I think it's like a slightly more handsome Mike Cernovich, but like, it's it's striking. I'll tweet it from the account. It's yeah. pretty fucked up. I think I remember. I'm being that. I'm being assaulted. I'm being assaulted. <laughs> Get on Faith app. This is assault. I'm being assaulted. <laughs> We need to cut that out for our soundboard. Uh, that was beautiful. Cat yeah. cat receives un, un, unfavorable uh, face app results. Maintains emotional control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a America's top America's top mindset expert, Cat Forbidoro. Cat's periscope goes live. All right, guys. So I just got some face app results, and <laughs> really going to do it. We should we should move on. Though. It can't be me. It's not good looking enough. It's not good looking enough. Okay. Uh, You're telling me that's Jack right. Pathabiak? I don't think so. I don't know why there's like Campy Cernovich. Is that a new? It's he's just Heathcliff. It just becomes Heathcliff again. <laughs> I'd fuck Jack Pathabiak. <laughs> okay, we have to keep going. Number three. All right. So, um, as you may or may not know, it's been a pretty big news story these days. Um, uh, there's a there's a battle for the body of Charles Manson. You guys know how that's all over the news these days. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, trying. I'm trying to uh, get him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a. I'm <laughs> throwing my hat in the ring. Why not? Yeah, Why wouldn't in. you? Who wouldn't want Charles Manson's body? You know, I mean, it's like a pretty. Uh, it seems pretty pretty normal. You know, so <laughs> um, you're like talking to somebody. You're just like, what have you been up to lately? Like, I think I'm gonna get Charles Manson's body. Yeah. Like that's yeah. my new project. Just, I'm working on yeah, it. Just wake up dr- fucking hungover and you walk <laughs> in your living room and Charles Manson's body is there. Oh, it's no. Like, it's like, what are you doing, man? Oh, I can't. I got to get up early tomorrow. I'm taking this legal correspondence course so I can um, <laughs> file paperwork to get Charles Manson's body. That's what I'm doing. That seems yeah. like a scheme time. somebody we know would have like to try to make money. To like, I'm going to get yeah. Charles Manson's body. I'm going to get it embalmed. And then now I have a sideshow act. Honey, you know how... Yeah. <clears throat> You never let me put anything in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one thing. Charles Manson's so, body. <laughs> so the, oh, the, my the, wife the, made the me current... put Charles Manson's body on the man cave. <laughs> she can't see it. <laughs> Sorry. So, Sorry. So, we're, so, so, so we're setting up like, I mean, it's, like, it's basically like American Idol, right? It's like, who's going to win Charles Manson's body <laughs> is the current... You know, uh, and there's a there's a few key players here. Uh, surprisingly missing is the I believe he had a wife, like a creepy ass, like uh, yeah, the last like time... uh, Wednesday Adams ass, like girl who was like married to him. You know, when he was like, you know, really Wednesday Adams ass isn't even like an insult anymore. Like every no, like, that's like a everyone hot in Bushwick, Bushwick lady, yeah. <laughs> kind of my type actually. So if you could refrain. 
Oh, you should look her up, man. She's single now. She's single so that's now. Fine. Yeah, that would be great. I could win every argument. Just like, ah, you're, you're so irresponsible. It's like, well, I'd fucking kill a ton of people. <laughs> yeah. You'd be an upgrade from her ex. Although, what if she's always like, Charlie never made me do that. Like, <laughs> do what? <laughs> no. Like, I wasn't thinking anything, you know, creepy or sexual. Yeah. Just like, I don't want to go fucking on a hike with you. Yeah. Charlie never made me go on hikes. It's just like one thing that I didn't expect. You just like made really good quiche or something. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I don't make as good quiches. <laughs> Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so she does. Oh, yeah, she's so, not so, claiming so, his body. So, well, she was not. Okay, so she was not apparently his official wife. I just looked her look her up. As of 2014, she was. Her name was Star. She was 25 years old. Oh, totally. She was Eli's type. Like high, uh, Whoa, come on. Now. She was a high school girl who, named who Star. Had like, come on. I'm 27. That is fine. <laughs> she was. She was first attracted to Manson after reading about ATWA. Manson's environmental philosophy that stands for air, trees, water, animals. Wow, that's really impressive. <laughs> yeah. He identified all four elements. Hang on. Wow, that, is that the kind of four shit? fifths of the is way to what, a magic deck? Is that what is that what convinced those people to kill Sharon Tate? Because oh. come on, that's so stupid. Like trees, there's, there's all kinds. Oh. I've thought okay, a lot anyway. about this, and I am I am reasonably confident if I were. Like, in a position where we had crossed paths, I would have been won over by Charles Manson. I would have been a total Manson family person. I don't think I would have been like, this guy is dangerous, but I would have been like, this guy is a colossal asshole. I think I think because he just seemed like he was incredibly charismatic and yeah. crazy. And like, Which I yeah. Hate. Hey. If you saw him at a party, I'd be like, ugh, I fucking awful. Speaking of types, like, I've realized like my type is, anno- Charles Manson. is annoying people. Is like people yeah. who are annoying. <laughs> so I feel like... I feel like Charles Manson because he was like super charming, but also weird and annoying. Like that's my shit. Yeah, it would be like I could just see Charles Manson at some house party, like extreme, like explaining what mezcal is to me, and just being like, "Cool, dude, <laughs> great." Yeah, wow. he had those piercing I been, eyes. I would have been, I would have yeah. been mad because I'd been like, "Hey, man, write some more Beach Boys songs. Come on, <laughs> this shit." Yeah, break out the guitar swastika face <laughs> i know he didn't have it then just wait just waiting just waiting at the manson compound being like so is mike love coming or what's going on i thought he was supposed to be like no we're gonna kill this pregnant lady it's like all right but is mike gonna come after that or you know i, I, I just want to wear one of those cool hats you know i'm waiting for yeah for mike love how uh, has no one made like a um, fun a fun thing like version of like guess who's coming to dinner or it's charles manson <laughs> Yeah, or even better, it's just that movie with James Franco that I don't that even come out, or they just give up. I wish that happened. Oh, with wasn't movies. it like they just they're like, they're like man, we we ran up they, the flagpole yeah. and it, it, no one saluted. <laughs> yeah, they, We're just not going to put it out. out. It came out. They're like it we put out, out a couple trailers and nobody seemed into it, so we just <laughs> kind of rolled it back. It it came out. It was called it was called Why Him. Why yeah. Him. It was, uh, and Franco was like a tech guy. That was like, he was like a, yeah, that looked really good. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, I, they Franco just does have like a manson vibe to me a little bit. Yeah, he could he could play Manson. Like, not, I mean, he's too tall and handsome, but like. But I feel like, I feel like so much of like getting sucked into cults like that is that you have to be stupid. Like, yeah, if you're a smart person, I feel like. You would not fall into you, like you'd the be thing. surprised. <laughs> Thank you, but you'd be surprised a how dumb I am, and b you don't have to be that dumb. You just have to be 
emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. Cats can get <laughs> caught up in a the a cult of a charismatic wrestler that just like oh, yeah. starts asking people to body slam <laughs> people. Wrestler, I feel like that would be dangerous because wrestlers are very charming. Very attractive and very physically imposing, which is like cult leader combo. Some wrestlers are attractive. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know. not. I mean, if you none have of a them tank. are fr- none of them, to my knowledge, are friends with Mike Love, so they got. So they're not them. getting Patty because yeah. a Beach Boy is not yeah. showing up. Well, you know, there's only one way to decide that's who correct. gets the body, and that's to threaten to cut the body in half, <laughs> and whoever won't let you cut the body in half gets the body. Gets the body. Tell right. us about well, this cast body's... of characters. I really thought yeah, that was so, like, so... nailed. Didn't it gonna kill? Yeah, I kind of was holding on to it for a little bit too. I'm pretty embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how you know how in the story of King Yeesh. Solomon how the how, how the baby is already dead, so it kind of doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, to the that's baby? nobody well, tells like that, that part. <laughs> they bring out the baby and they're like, "Well, I'll cut this baby in half," and then one of them's like, "Is I think it's dead." <laughs> And he was like, who was feeding it? And then his two helpers were like, I thought the other guy was. And then it just, again, turns into and a Heathcliff like, cartoon. Yeesh. Classic mix-up. And then the boss yeah. comes over for dinner. Heathcliff's the like, the I'll eat it. Coming for dinner. <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Johnson's going to be here soon. And my roast is burned. <laughs> yeah. And then a, then a tiny mouse comes out and swaps the baby with a TV remote. <laughs> What we've uh, learned today is that everything is Heathcliff. Yeah, everything yep. is Heathcliff. Heathcliff All right, is so, love. So, so we got, so we got three. We, it's like his house or whatever. The big wife. She's not involved. Maybe she realized that she was spending much time with. Hey, I think this guy's kind of nuts. After he died, turns out. Um, but so there's three people. Um, the first is Manson's pen pal. This guy named Michael Channels, which sounds like a fake name, but fair <laughs> enough. Um, He's really good at <laughs> flipping a remote super fast. <laughs> he won a contest. He, he's, he's 52 like a, years old. It's like if someone very lonely just like draped a suit over their television. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend, Michael Channels. <laughs> cool, man. How have you been? <laughs> so, so, so this guy claims that he has a will. Signed by signed by Charles Manson in 2002, <laughs> I guess giving him custody of the body. Um, signed in 2002, it's partially legible and it lists Michael Channels as a witness, which is suspect. Your so, TV wearing a suit is not a legal witness. So so they there's number into, one. They turned into a, a fucking legal show. They put on Law and Order. <laughs> like Michael Channels is a witness now. <laughs> Michael Channels, attorney at law. <laughs> So, so that's number that's that that's contestant number one. Okay. Contestant number two is Matthew Robert Lentz, okay. who claims to be Manson's who claims to be Manson's son, who honestly looks a lot like Manson. I'll text you guys a picture of him here. Um, he is a uh, he, he's holding up what he what he claims to be a will there, but it only has one witness instead of two. So because the because the way wills work, wills are like. Witches spells, where if you don't have to say the right magic words, they don't count. Um, I didn't know it was like a numbers game where it's like how many people saw it. (laughs) Man, this is a a weird looking guy. But he looks like Manson. He does look look like Manson, but he looks like Manson. If Manson, his dad is Manson and his mom is a stick of beef jerky. (laughs) That's what he looks like. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of weird. 
He looks like a Manson. Much in older Look, than and, I and, thought he would be. I guess that makes and, sense. And the, and, and the, the thing is, like, if you think about how these guys are going to use the body, are they going to put it in the ground? This guy looks like a Manson impersonator, even though he claims to be his son or whatever. Like, so it's like, can you make a lot well, of money as like, a? Him... He looks like like a, like a like a close-up magician, but he's wearing like a raglan tee from American Apparel. It's a very weird. Do you think vibe. you can make a lot of money as a Manson impersonator? Are those in demand? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. L.A. is crazy, man. I don't know. That's true. L.A. is weird. Yeah, Holly weird even. <laughs> um. All right. So that's that's contestant number two. And then test number three is Jason, who claims to be Manson's grandson. Wait, um, you cut out for a second. Wait, start over. Say, say who three is again. You cut out. Number three is Jason Freeman, who claims to be Manson's grandson and next of kin. Okay. Um, he's Jason filed, Freeman's he's like an aggressively pa- bland name, too. I mean, wouldn't you yeah, live well, under an alias? Pa- it sounds like the first settler of, like, a colony. Like after a nuclear war, Jason Freeman. He's who you play in Fallout. Yeah, he sounds. It's a Fallout ass. He he filed paperwork. I texted you him. He filed paperwork to prove that he's Charles Manson Jr.'s son. But apparently, on his deathbed, Charles Manson said that he has no he has no family. So he's going to live an uphill climb there. Yeah, he's he was really he's Tevin. You're also getting these texts, by the way. You don't have to keep because my phone's on airplane mode because I'm a professional. Well, look at this. It's professional to keep taking my phone to look at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's like, I guess he's the right age, but I love the idea it's... that Manson is just like, no, none. There's People are doing side-by-sides of Charles, like, like near-death Charles Manson with people. He doesn't <laughs> fucking look like anybody because he's like a bald man with a huge swastika in his forehead. He looks insane. No one... What, there's no fucking 25 I don't know how old these guys are probably like what 40 I don't know like there's no 40 yeah, year old that has a huge white beard a shaved head and a swastika on their forehead You're I like gonna, the idea that yeah. you would it's be convinced be I like the idea that you would be convinced that somebody was related to him if they had the swastika on their it's forehead. genetic it's a birthmark <laughs> the, it's the prophecy so, so, so in the in the will that Michael Channels has uh, the pen pal guy um, the two all of his family is disinherited, which I find very funny. Like you said, Kath, like the idea of like, how bad of a person do you feel like you are if Charles Manson disinherits you? Like, no, he's not getting any of my stuff. Yeah. He's not getting any of my stuff from my jail cell. He's uh, That guy's a dick. I can't stop. Not like me, Charles Manson. <laughs> not like me. I can't stop imagining a production of Fiddler on the Roof with Charles Manson as Tevya. Right? There's like, I have no son. <laughs> Just Charles Manson, like, tradition. And then he slices somebody's head off. That's Just how it me. happened. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That is how it happened. Um, but so, so basically, like, like they have, <laughs> the best thing is, like, the guy who has the will, Michael Channels, is basically like, this is a huge pain in the ass. I hate this because no cemeteries want him. <laughs> they don't want the body. <laughs> so he doesn't. So, so he, burn him, dude. What the fuck? He he has the will, but he it doesn't want the body. He's just like, well, I have this burden that I have to show the Daily Mail. It's like well, he's garage. trying. He, he's yeah. I mean, he's trying to. He's trying to like you know, I guess fulfill his last wishes. But he's like. This is a huge pain in the ass. Nobody wants to bury him because I think it's gonna it's gonna pollute the whole ground. You know, that would, be, that, so. that would be a fucking great episode of Storage Wars. Oh. Somebody cranked open the door and Charles Manson's body was in there. <laughs> cut to fucking Bubba. He's like, I think we're gonna bid on this. 
I gotta I check. Think... I love the storage wars guys that have to always check with their wife about how much money they're spending. It's the best. You mean every guy? Yeah, I know. Wars? That's what I mean. It's so good because <laughs> they they paint themselves as like these like you know like renegades of the of the, <laughs> like these like modern day cowboys. Yeah, like, rugged then, treasure they're hunters. All, they're like they're like this is a huge find. Then they like lean over there like Brittany. Is it okay if I spend seventy five dollars today? <laughs> She's like, wow, you know. <laughs> we... When we open when we open that storage locker, I thought we might get some uh, some uh, restaurant equipment or something like that. But we got we got Charles Manson's corpse, and I gotta tell you, that's the that's that's the wow factor right there. That's the wow factor. Because I think in our store, the Charles Manson's corpse is gonna go great next to a, a broken hockey stick that I got. <laughs> People are gonna come in. It'll be a bundle deal. Pick up. Charles Manson's corpse. I'll throw in this broken hockey yeah, stick. Yeah, so, so, so you got you got you got Daryl in there, the gambler, saying that's the wow factor, and then you got Dave going, "Yep." So you wanna, you guys want Manson's body? Yep. I've never yep. seen Storage Wars, but you're really this is a great advertisement you, for it's it. It's very good. It <laughs> sounds it's wonderful. Pretty good. Yeah, there's that's that's a real guy who's like. His trademark is like that's like his first appearance. First up is like I'm known for the my, the specific way I say yep, and it's like Europe, and it's just like <laughs> wow, dude. Like your entire life is based around making this sound. You are a bird, my my dude. You are have become like like an actual bird. Yeah, and he and that guy became such an asshole that he got fired from the show for a season and then came back. That's basically wow. what happened to him. So. They were like, "Fuck, yeah. we need the Yep guy. Yeah. We can't do this without yeah. him." And they all have like well, he, the he, most he, tactical he, sunglasses. Just hell like yeah. all those like Oakleys <laughs> that are named for like they're like you know like like the Oakley like uh, like oil rig drillers, and they just like <laughs> look like a fucking Transformers like fucking your eyeballs out. It's so they're so great. All right, so so we got we got an update now. So that that was the initial story. Is there's three, we got three uh three suitors for this body. You know, we got yeah. uh, who is Charles here. Manson's corpse going to give the rose to tonight? So yeah. <laughs> so, so grand the, the grandson, the last guy, uh, Jason Freeman, uh, um, he is still committed as of today. Um, he first of all in this story, he's a Florida man, which no shit. Um, spoke of the difficulties of being separated from his wife and four sons while petitioning to claim the remains of his oh, grandfather. He's taking so this opportunity this to is, talk about family court. His four man sons. Yep. So like so you can you imagine like if your if your if your wife is like, hey can you can you stop trying to uh claim Charles Manson's body? It's like honey honey I gotta do this. Like we're gonna move to oh, my sister's good. house for the weekend. Um, honey, what are you gonna do with it if you get it? I don't know. I just wanna have it and then I'll figure it out. <laughs> Why also, are you always asking ma- me questions? <laughs> yeah, God damn this, it. This rules. Ma- ma- also, Michael Channels, the pen pal. Um, it turns out he's also a memorabilia dealer. Memorabilia dealer? Michael It's a major, major red flag that he's a guy who sells memorabilia. Because it's like, well, we're going to pull out all of his teeth and he can buy you to throw a man teeth. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna make. And then, and then we're gonna. Hey, I'm a, who wants to pay? Who wants my Charles Manson skull? Because uh, I got it. Uh, you can check yeah. it out. Um, <laughs> it's gonna get sold at one of those like creepy ass flea market gun shows where like e- everything has a Confederate flag on it, and then you can buy Charles Manson's skull to like drink shots of Fireball out of. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Fireball has purchased. Yeah, it'll be some stunt that they do. 
<laughs> like Red Bull buys it and somebody jumps off like a tall platform on a Charles Manson skull. They crush they it. Live stream Somebody it. Yeah. skydives onto it. Yeah. I mean, to I'm not disrespect Charles Manson. I'm not going to criticize like selling it because I think you could sell Charles Manson's like remains in Bushwick in under two days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you wouldn't yeah. even need to have it be embalmed because like everyone in Bushwick is also a taxidermist. <laughs> yeah, it's also embalming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, should we? So look, it, it remains to be seen who is going to get this body, but I'm holding that hope for uh, I'm holding that hope for the grandson because he, he left his wife and kids to do it, you know. So he yeah. might as well get to, you know, do whatever he wants to do with the he body. Should get um, to achieve his dreams. How do you do they put it in a plane? I don't know. That's a good ask. They're, well, they're right, right, Charles right now they're all the plane. All the relatives are all nothing. How is it a horror movie that? Because Charles Manson's body's on your plane, and then some spooky shit happens. It's it's haunted. Connect the dots. It's you start a cult on the plane, and then the plane. No, it'll be it'll be be snakes on the plane, but instead of snakes, it's ghosts. Yeah, ghosts on a plane. All right, (laughs) yes. Come on. Well, that's a. That's a can't miss pitch from Eli, so we'll keep an eye out for just, that. You've uh, had a lot of ideas on this episode. I just need a little support, <laughs> and I could have made something out of it. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we have to move on. It's yeah. an hour. We've done this for an hour and ten minutes, and we're on number number we've done three. Four Heathcliff impressions. <laughs> number two. Okay, number two is uh, it's a tale. I really enjoy this. Uh, I wonder. If, I'm interested to see what your judgment is on this woman. So Trump's pick for uh, EPA to run the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, who is a woman named Kathy Stepp, 54, um, works for Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. She apparently, there's a story about her uh, helping her daughter. So her daughter uh, went to go take her driving test and she failed. And so Kathy Stepp decided... I'm going to put on a disguise, including a fake nose, and follow the driver's ed car that you take the test in so that I know what the, like, test is going to be. So then I can teach my daughter the test. Yeah. And then she passed her test. So there's, I feel like there's a lot of, I have a lot of questions about this. First of all, apparently the story came out because her daughter told it to try to make her seem relatable. And everyone was like, that's insane. Yeah. You're, that you you're are not the weirdest people ever. You're actually. not humanized by this. And then second of all, why are you, you don't need to wear a disguise. Yeah. <laughs> like the DMV is not, you're not pulling off some kind of driver's license. Heist. Some driving instructors like that's that last girl's mom. <laughs> yeah. Who also gives a like, shit? Hey, that's people, people drive behind people all the time <laughs> Yeah. and it's fine. It's not weird. <laughs> It's like, I would respect it if she was just, like, bored. What do you mean? Like, she just wanted something to do in her yeah, life? Yeah, like, that seems fun. I like, mean, look, putting I, on a fake nose for any I, reason and walking around seems fun. There, Unless you are a professional, there are few, very few disguises <laughs> that will not make you immediately more conspicuous. <laughs> unless you have a team. Yeah. You know? Did I ever tell you that... Um, I was watching, you know, when uh, like Ocean's Twelve, Matt Damon puts on a fake nose. It's like this big crazy yeah, yeah, nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was always like, this is. It's like a joke in the movie how bad of a disguise it was. And I watched it with my dad once, and Matt Damon came on the screen with this big fake nose, and my dad goes, "Who is that?" <laughs> <laughs> 
like my dad got fooled by the fake nose. And I, was just, I was like, that's not Dame. He's like, not with that nose, he's not. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't, who, just well, also, I, who cares? What do you, what? I, have, I don't get it. Why just have her take the test again? I have a hot take about this woman. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Warm it up. I think, uh, I would say good mom. I would say good mom. That's yeah, my, that's my take on this. She it's sounds. Sweet. She sounds like a. a I think hoot. she's wi- like the bad. Mom. Well, she's nuts, but I mean, she she does she doesn't want her kid to fail a driver's test. She wants to do whatever she can to help her out. It's obviously insane. She's willing to suffer ridicule for it. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's that's some. Um, yeah, that's some that's some real ass mom shit. Some self selfless mothering. Yeah, like like bad mom shit. Sort of like the bad mom would just like throw a complete shit fit at the DMV. And yeah, be like. This is bullshit. Fucking, you know, I want to speak to everybody's manager. Like, she just was sweet. She's like, I need to help you out. And uh, they won't let me take the test. So I got to throw on the old schnoz. Yeah. Out there. Well, that's the other thing is apparently the other part of this anecdote is that her mom just, Kathy Step just carries around a fake nose just in case. She did. Then she just sounds fun, man. <laughs> she She's Jean Parmesan from Arrested <laughs> yeah. Development. Like, that sounds cool. <laughs> she just likes disguises. Yeah. Like. That... Like you open someone's glove box and they have like a fake nose and they're like, oh man, you're great. <laughs> yeah, you're a treasure. I love yeah. you. That uh, There's a guy I know in Austin who often, um, he's bald and I'll, I'll, often he will just wear a wig just because it's fun to wear a wig. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was respected that about him. Shout yeah. out to Joe Stats. Just shows up places with a wig sometimes. I would love to have like... Like not even a wig, but like a professional toupee, but not commit to it and only wear it sometimes. So that just at like... <laughs> The, just, the the illusion is completely broken where it's like you're not even like did i get plugs what are you talking about like you just literally wear a toupee like it's like no i just got sometimes. a toupee because it's like fun to have one yeah yeah someone's <laughs> like you're bald and you're like oh yeah you're like this is a toupee and you're like yeah it's like glasses where you're just like ah you know yeah but sometimes like, i wear that, them sometimes yeah. i don't yeah I let my head breathe i can't <laughs> sleep with it on <laughs> take it off <laughs> she sounds great i like her uh, I mean, I would, except she's like a insane oh, conservative environmental person. Oh, yeah, no. global warming. Like let's, she's bad. Let's, let's be clear that she's bad. But uh, <laughs> but as far as her parenting on this one element and this one uh, aspect, I think it's fine. I think it's good. Yeah, she's fun. Okay, verdict reached. Fun bad lady. Fun bad lady. <laughs> you got roasted. How about this though? Question: Because some people were mad about this from like an ethical standpoint, because she's like a works for the state or whatever i think that's fucking dumb it's a driver's test dude it's no what what would have been unethical is 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 for her to go into the dmv and say do you know who my daughter is i'm right you know i'm the head of the epa you know for the state or whatever and pressure that way she went in instead and she memorized the route albeit wearing a stupid disguise (laughs) and then she she just had a fun paper this is the work ethic that they talk about this is the you know salt of the earth throw on a fake nose scope it out yeah like i don't give it to, like also it's a fucking driver's test it's like you can pass a driver's test and be a terrible driver yeah well like, like their point i think was like did she let an unsafe driver on the road and it's like everyone on the road is an unsafe driver no one drives good yeah that's why like, people are always getting in car accidents yeah the driver's test and the driver's test has nothing to do with that no one's ever like oh i I guess maybe sometimes, but it's like you have to be really bad to not pass a driver's test. Yeah, you have to you have to fuck up, and like it's like that. It's like the a more effective driver's test would just be like 
don't ever like don't ever drink ever and drive <laughs> and that's like gonna kill more people than like not knowing what a blinking yellow light is i don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do on one of those but you know you slow down and when i when i hope. W- yeah slow down and pray yeah that's <laughs> what blinking yellow means. yeah slow i mean i w- I mean, when I took my when I took my driver's test, I probably was not I was not a reliable parallel parker. So if I'd had that on my test, I might have failed. But I didn't have it on my test, so that was. I don't that think was they good. do it anymore. Um, I, don't, I don't think parallel parking is on a driver's test. When I took anymore. my driver's test, I almost failed it because the person I was really nervous and I kept mixing up my left and my right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the guy was like, "Take a left," and I take a right, and I did it like three times. <laughs> How about I take a right? Bitch. <laughs> and you, and you passed? How did I, you pass? He got he got out of the car. He got really mad. He like we stopped. He got out of the car and was like, I just need a minute because he was like so pissed off at and me. You passed. I think I passed because he felt bad about how mad he got. I'm like pretty convinced it was just because he was embarrassed about how fucking pissed off he got. Because I guess it's so going. wrong that it just seems like it would seem like if but I was, was him, I'd be like, This teenager's being like a smart ass. <laughs> I think that He's might like, be like, what left and you I just was, take a right he's like, <laughs> it's like so mad. i mean imagine that being your job like you oh yeah you like you would probably be on a short fuse because you're and also then, like those kids are so nervous that you are like weirdly in huge danger of bodily harm yeah putting your life the on the line stupidest for the fucking reason in the world for a, yeah like a scared child like, Driving with a friend of yours that's a bad driver is very scary. Sure. They do that all day. Imagine a teenage day. stranger. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh I God. get it. But it was, but you know what? I, I put on my blinker. I like did everything right. I just was going the wrong <laughs> way over and over again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I still passed. And I think it's just because he got mad. Yeah. There's the D- DC's driver <laughs> test is tough. But that's bet, because yeah. DC is just certain parts of DC are like full of fucking circles and like weird weird road arrangements yeah um, i still won't drive in boston even growing up near boston because it's the city was planned by horses in 1600 <laughs> so yeah, it's just like just hoof prints on paper and then they drew, drew around them that's yeah no i don't mean yeah they the horses planned the city it's yeah. not like they had horse bats they gave them some pens and paper and yeah they said go to town yeah they did a great job boston sucks fuck that place yeah so bad lady good mom Driver's testers, stupid bullshit. Uh, number one time? Yeah, let's do it. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. <laughs> number one is uh, we've got two returning uh, stars of the pod this week. Both new star Joy Villa and, uh, you know, earlier star, uh, huge, huge... Uh, Whatever the opposite of fan of the pod is, we're just Villain a big of fan of this guy. No, because I he's oh the pod is a fan of him. Oh uh, yeah, I am <laughs> because he's this is a thing where he's stupid, but he's not hurting anybody but himself, and it's great, fellas and ladies. It's Mad Mike Hughes, the sixty-one-year-old limo driver and stuntman, who is again launching himself in a rocket <laughs> to prove that the Earth is flat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so baby. This, is, this is the flat earth rocket man who we have talked about. We talked about on an early episode. Yeah. And he's, he's back. Got, he's back at it, baby. He's got a big rocket. It's got research flat earth written on the side of it, which is pretty dumb because I don't think you can read a rocket when it's, <laughs> it's not a blimp. It's moving pretty fast. <laughs> no one's scanning the side of it. I like the idea that he this whole time he's just gotten rockets and blimps confused. Yeah. He doesn't like, know. Got dangerous. They go so slow. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen one? 
<laughs> I've got to stop just making stupid people have southern accents. I'm trying not to do that. But oh, it's, it's fun. a delight. It's very fun. Um, so here's the deal is that he, the government, the, the fucking government got involved and we're like, hey, you can't do this on public land because we're not down with you just fucking smearing yourself across our desert. <laughs> and so his solution to this problem, being a genius, is he's just launching himself directly up. <laughs> he's just stomp rocket style, fucking air hogs, just straight up into the air as far as he can go. <laughs> then I guess he's going to look out the window and see if the earth is flat. And then so he's die. going in the rocket? Yeah. He's going in it. It's not unmanned. It's yeah. Mad Mike is in the rocket. <laughs> like just, just going straight yeah. up in the air. Yeah. Just boom. Vertical. Pure vertical. Zero <laughs> degrees. And, and he's gonna go and he's gonna go up. Uh, he he estimates eighteen hundred feet, which, which is, um is pretty high in the abstract, <laughs> but you need to be but you need to be thirty five thousand feet in the yeah. air to see the curvature of the earth. So but it's, that's obviously it's, that's just a globehead conspiracy to, to keep people from yeah. being able to right, see the truth. Because it's just so it's, high up there. It's, it's pretty high if you're falling back down. <laughs> <laughs> on that scale, but, it is very high. But on other scales, <laughs> like it's, are there buildings taller than that or no? No. Wait, what did you say? How how tall? Eighteen hundred, eighteen thousand feet. Eighteen hundred. Oh, there's buildings. There's taller buildings than that. that yeah. tall. Dude, go, yeah, the go bird, to the yeah. Burj Dubai or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the Burj Khalifa rocket. Definitely, how definitely. A, how about a, a commercial jet <laughs> and then an elevator? Get higher than you, you can do this. take an elevator higher than he is going into space. Yeah, that's the, incredible. Oh my, you do it like <laughs> it's all this. Yeah. So, but as you may remember, he doesn't believe in science. Yeah, that's so that quote is back that. here. I'll repeat this quote because it's great. I don't believe in science. I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air, about the certain size of rocket nozzles and thrust. But that's not science. That's just a formula. There's no difference between science and science fiction. So he's going to die. I think that's what I said last time. <laughs> he, uh, he also has a great quote. Uh, he says, uh, he's like, there will be no spectators. Any drone flying near the private property will be shut down. <laughs> Our own drones will be recording so- anyone filming. And he goes, I am the only man in history to design, then build, and then launch myself in my own rocket. Never thought why. Everybody else was like, this is a terrible idea. Uh, I am the only man in history to design, then build, then launch myself in my own rocket. So fly your drones up your ass. <laughs> this dude rules. He's the best. I'm sad that he's going to die soon. I know um, we talked last time about trying to get him to also write the name of our podcast on his rocket. Oh, yeah. Buying space on it. Yeah. I. He seems so mad about like... Like, why do you want people, other people not to film this? Yeah, that's what thing that's so weird is, like, I thought the whole thing was raising awareness of Research Flat Earth, yeah. which, if no one's allowed to look at it, like, what are you doing? Yeah, what, like, do you have, like, an exclusive partnership with Twitch where you're, like, nobody else can put it up? It's, like, only going to be on Amazon Prime? Like, why <laughs> not let people show this? Also, it's He's nice doing it that... February 3rd, I think, right? Isn't that what they said? Yeah, yeah, next Saturday. This this coming Saturday. So we'll watch have the results of this. Party. Can we have a watch party somewhere? <laughs> uh, Just rent out a bar. Yeah, watch somebody fucking explode. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, like that's the other. I love that when you know the actual scientists step in with these like helpful things where he's like, "I'm gonna go with 1,800 feet is so short. It's like <laughs> not even half a mile." Uh, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, 
He's like, I'm going 1,800 feet in the air. And then the space people are like, well, uh, you actually need to, to see the curvature of the Earth. You need to be 35,000 feet in the air, uh, which we know because we've done it. But you, you know what? Have fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead and do it. Do you think... I, I bet NASA people are going to watch this. I bet they're going to have it on and just... Be... I hope they have a watch party. If anybody is entitled to a watch party, yeah, it's them. And then some, he's somebody's going somebody, somebody's to be like, make the Houston we have a problem joke. It's like, Houston, I think Houston's going to have a problem. And then he's going to die. <laughs> That's exactly how it's going to go. Yeah. A bit of a <laughs> he's going to be. He's going to be flying up into the top and then get up and be like, fuck you, globe cucks. And then it's going to turn around and start falling down and his parachute's not going to work. And it's going to be like, well, at least I died for a purpose. Uh, it was worth it. <laughs> The dumb, per- wrong purpose. What I want, of flat Earth. Yeah. What I want to happen is that he's there, and then the rocket launches, and it shoots off, but somehow he doesn't go with it. Yes. And he's just naked on the ground. <laughs> All of his clothes came off. Yeah. Everything is. The clothes go up, and he just stays on the ground. Everything yeah, goes like, up, ah! and then he jumps in a barrel to hide himself. <laughs> yeah, and scoots away. Again, we're we are back to Heathcliff. Everything yeah. is Heathcliff. That could have gone better. <laughs> just, what if like, what if Heathcliff has lived forever and the lore of Gremlins is is just Heathcliff? Like Heathcliff is like, like Heathcliff, you know, sabotaged Amelia Earhart's plane. He's like, she's not getting far. <laughs> and like, he blew up like, the Hindenburg. Yeah, Heathcliff has been responsible for every air like, disaster. Air, yeah, <laughs> specifically air disaster. Yeah. Oh my god! Heathcliff did nine eleven. I think is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's we we cracked it. Somebody has to stop Heathcliff. That's the key takeaway here. <laughs> yeah, what a villain! One that of the guy. planes that hit the towers did just say "ham" on it. That was a big <laughs> Heathcliff clue. Would you be into this rocket guy if the rocket just said "ham" on it? Yeah, that would rule. Oh god. All right. I think this has been far too long. <laughs> Everything Shelby asked us not to do, we did. Pretty much. Pretty we much. Did Just, it. We, we did the real we did, Kath, we... Barbadero, Kath Barbadero driving test strategy of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby said left, and we just went right. <laughs> Shelby just only puts out our podcast because he feels bad about how mad he is about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, geez. It's <laughs> too hard on him. That's not true. Yeah. Shelby is very nice to us. Yeah. He looks up Heathcliff uh, YouTube videos for us. Yeah. He has us listen to Joy Via. It's great. Yeah. And Future and all that stuff. Well, good podcast, guys. Yeah. We did it. We, we did uh, it. Anything, anybody want to plug? I don't know. We have uh, Carmen's every Friday. Yeah, the next few lineups are really good, as always. It's uh, East Village, uh, Carmel Lounge, 3rd Street, 1st Avenue, every Friday, 8.30. It's me and Eli, and uh, I'm Patty Moe and all the stuff. Okay, uh, send us emails, whatatimepodcast at gmail, um, and find us and all the rest of the social stuff at, at whatatimepod. Okay, bye. Eli, what you uh, got? You know, he covered it. I was <laughs> glad, because I was going to say, I feel like I always go last, and I also always have nothing. <laughs> so it really feels like... Uh, yeah, I mean, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Uh, if you're a Twitch person, I've been Twitching more. Uh, and that's fun for me. So do any of that stuff. Have a good day. Um, I'm going to be in Austin for a long time after this comes out. I'm doing, I'm there for 12 days. I have a ton of shows. Um, bunch of master pancakes at the Alamo Draft House. Bunch of stand up at Cap City and 
King Bee and Spider House and all those places in Austin. Check my calendar. It's on my Twitter and my website, Kath Barbadoro, for all that stuff. And I just started another podcast because I don't, uh, I just won't rest until t- 24 hours of my day is making content. Um, but check that out. It's called WrestleSplania. I explain wrestling to Rachel Millman. And we recorded our first two episodes last night and they were really fun. So That's check a it good out. Name. Thanks. Will it, will it get you to like wrestling, you think? Nah. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I can't. Patty's going to be on it. We kind of want you to be on it so we can try to get you to like it. I'll but... do it. I just, I've really tried. <laughs> It'll be a just... bummer hour where you're just like, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's going to, like, yeah, it's going to be bad. You guys shouldn't be on it. <laughs> All right, well, like, listen to my I podcast. See what you're doing, but. <laughs> listen to my podcast that Eli won't be on. And uh, have a wonderful week, everybody. Thanks for dealing with us putting out an episode late. We won't do it again yeah. soon, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Bye.